What's up, people? Welcome to Talklandia, where two siblings get candid about their lives with different points of views. We're here to talk about our journey, and we don't intend to shy from any topic that can challenge us while having fun discovering more. Hello, hello. This is Gustavo. And this is Mariana with Talklandia. Welcome back, and this is Talklandia Season 2. And for those of you who are new listeners, uh, this is a project that started late 2020, and it was between me and Mariana having long conversations, and one day we were like, hey, what if we make a podcast out of this? And here we are. Uh, We want to kind of like talk a little bit of what we've been up to, and um, so we can start with like, Mariana, you went through a covid and I went through a broken nose. It would, uh, and they were like back to back. <laughs> like it was, I had COVID and then you had to, I think you went playing soccer while I was closed in my room. <laughs> oh, what's the word? When we were like quarantining. Quarantine. So basically, I think what happens is that the last episode that we record was either right before we went to Colombia and on our flight back from Colombia Mariana guess what airport it was people <laughs> it was Florida it was in Florida good old Florida and <laughs> getting COVID in the Florida airport I still remember we were in the car and we kept thinking that you were just allergic to the AC because in Colombia we don't have AC yeah and it's kind of like you literally just escape from AC and all this kind of stuff. And then once you fly into the U.S., then usually you get an allergy or allergies and stuff like that. And we just thought it was Mariana, like, dealing with getting, allergies. Getting used to, like, the new air. Because I always have, every time I just get sick, it's always my cough or my chest that gets it the worst. So it wasn't uncommon for me to feel that way. But yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. We were getting in our Uber and I kept coughing and I just felt so bad. And good thing I kept my mask on. But I, yes, that was not fun. But the crazy thing is like, for example, like I still remember uh, our older sister, Luisa, she came to visit and we watched the movie and my mom and Luisa got COVID. I got everyone sick. But not me. No, you were And I was in the airport with you. I was in the taxi with you. I was in the movie. You were the one I spent the most time. And then I didn't get COVID. But the thing that I did get was that right after, I think we landed on a Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And my first game back was on a Sunday. And guess what? He sends me a picture of just (laughs) him in the emergency room with blood, like this bloody nose with a little plastic cap on it that was holding your nose together, basically. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember I went to the emergency room and the doctor looks at me and he goes like, hmm, you got a broken nose. I was like, I can tell that. I mean, I'm looking at the mirror. Tell me something I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the mirror and then my nose is facing the other way. It's like, of course, it's broken. And then, of course, I ended up flying back to Colombia and getting surgery done. And that's kind of like where we lost track. And I think we wanted it to come back strong. But then 
everything just happened so quickly. I, you got back from your surgery. We were recuperating. Even during that time of when you were beat, like when you had your broken nose and then I was sick, we were trying to figure out when it was the best time to go back to camp because this would be, or it was your first year at camp, which if you've listened to a season one, you will hear a couple of even our guest speakers that were from my camp, um, from camp and people I've met at camp. I will forever be grateful for that experience. That this was the first year that you got to meet everyone and experience that. Exactly. And that's something that we wanted to take up uh, to camp. We wanted to take, uh, introduce to some of the friends that we met and stuff like that. Yanu, for example, which he was in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, him and his brother. With, him which and his brother. brother. If you want an update on that, he's been releasing some amazing music. So exactly. definitely check them out again. But Yanu, Yanu was part of one of the latest songs too. Yes. So. Oh my gosh, he has like a rapping verse that yeah. I was just like, hey, yeah. Yanu, you yeah. had it in you. He so. always did. Hopefully we can get him back, both of them, hopefully we can get him back in the show because I think there's a lot going on for them and there's going to be a lot for us too. We yes. got good projects coming up for us. We want to go back stronger into the podcast. But, I mean, yeah, that was the last thing was camp and we were trying to get like the podcast into camp and trying to be busy with the podcast. But... In reality, we're in the middle of the woods, and basically, internet is not the best. So it wasn't realistic for us to keep a good routine mm-hmm. because also camp life gets the best out of you when it comes yes. in terms of socializing. Exactly. And if you're not working, you're trying to be with people, and that's why you make connections so fast because you're so focused on any free time that you have you either go into volleyball tournaments or Mm -hmm. you really are looking at the stars or making a bonfire like whatever that case may be it's just there's just not time for podcasts I'm sure we had great stories but (laughs) that is best left for our ears only but they're still fun and I think that's why we wanted to be realistic that it was your first year it was my second year and COVID wasn't quite unknown, but we were still very precautious. Exactly. And part of camp that year, I remember that they just tried to keep us in camp the majority of the time, kind of like quarantine type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we had like one of our co-workers, one of, our, uh, the, one of the guys who worked there too, he's a DJ. So I remember that instead of letting us out, we have to, to give a Keller part. a shout out. Keller. Like, like our <laughs> DJ Keller. I I can't think of a better DJ than, than Keller. He's just the OG now. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, he's battle local for me. Like mm-hmm. he he he's more than a friend. He's a really great guy. And we spent good parties with him. He know he knows how to throw it down. Like he knows how to put a party together. And, and it's funny it. because he knew the best like Hispanic song too, and <laughs> leave it to the Hispanics, the Mexican, the Colombians, the Argentinians, all of them to have given requests. And he was up for it, and he knew what songs to play, and we were all golden in his watch. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Another thing that we got from from camp was family, like. I know it's friends, but in reality, it's family, 
from all over the world. Like we 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 met people from Turkey, from Argentina, from Brazil, uh, from Colombia, Mexico. I mean, even like U.S. But it's a family. So, yeah. so I mean, I wish you guys had the experience of camp. Like you guys. Would I'm probably... glad you got the experience because I felt like I was on a corner where nobody understands, and <laughs> I don't want to talk too much about it just because it is such a unique experience that unless you live it, it is so. You will think like. Why are they talking about camp? They're thir- they're in their thirties, but it truly is a be- it was a beautiful experience for both of us. It continues to be an amazing experience because they're still camp family. Um, but yeah, I think if you are interested in any camp stories or if you're ever curious about camp, I would love to talk our ear off um, or your ear off about camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or if any of you are, in- are interested on hearing more about camp and if you want to hear there's opportunities for you like we can always help for that too mm-hmm. so Mariana we've been almost gone for two years two years we kind of talked a little bit about like the beginning of 2021 camp life 2021 what else is up like what what else has been with with your life for ever since so there's been a lot um I think that you can attest to the fact that Gustavo for 2022, he went back. Oh, I called you Gustavo. I don't know if we <laughs> let the introducers know that you are also that though. Tato. So yeah, that's right. That's another thing that we talked on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. So if you hear me say that though, or anybody else say that though, that's that's his nickname from from when he was a baby. But um, yeah, so 2022, Gustavo and I were very. We were split up, split apart. We mm-hmm. lived. He was in Pennsylvania for a larger part of 22, and I was in Houston because I was unable to go back to camp. I was very sad about it, but it was for a good reason. I had found a job at a nonprofit that I just fell in love with, and on top of that, I've been able to focus on my other business, which has allowed me to have the platform to not only do what I love but also write my first children's book which was a big it was a gift that I wanted to give myself for my 30s so 30s is a it's I don't want to call it a new monster because it has it's been only good to me but it is so refreshing to walk into a new era so she doesn't like to be called an author but she's now an author she's she's got her own book now Mm -hmm. and you even have a coloring book I do. And, I mean, she's got her own projects with Lilo. There's there's a bright future for Lilo, and Mm -hmm. we're hoping that we can work along with Talklandia to to let the word out and hopefully reach more people because Mm -hmm. you you got a good, you got a good idea behind the whole Lilo Mm -hmm. mentality. Yeah. And so Mariana's been into that. Uh, she's been working, like she said, in a nonprofit, as a mental health nonprofit uh, organization. And you know, if you guys know Mariana, Mariana's into mental health. Uh, she's lived for to help others, and and she's been doing that. And 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 I and I and I and I know, like while I was in camp in 2022, she, I knew like. 
I know that she was eager to go. Like, I remember you got a vacation of a week. I took my own PTO to go. <laughs> to go work for camp. For camp for a <laughs> week. And, I mean, luckily we have some great people in camp that they, like, they did all they could to get Mariana down like, up there. And it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. It was a great experience. Um, as for myself, uh, at the end of 2021, you know, I, I traveled a little bit. Yeah, you were in Colombia for, for a while. I was mm-hmm. in Colombia. I went to Spain. Mm-hmm. And then I came and then I went out again. <laughs> so it kind of makes... You were a, on the go. I was on the go. I was on the go. And um, so it was a little hard for us to record. But uh, this time around, we were like, okay, we're, we're, we got to take into Taklandia and come back stronger. And we, we get a lot of people asked us, like, what happened to the podcast? And it just they just had to be that honesty of with you flying so much and we knew that we could try and record from one way but there is a chemistry as siblings that we have Mm -hmm. and if we're not in the same room you're not going to be able to capture that so to stay true to why we started Talklandia was we know we call it the living room conversations where like it's kind of going home to your family and you just talk, talk about the most randoms, but then it gets so passionate and then you have a new perspective or you figure out that you think the same thing. So with that, um, I think we just wanted to stay true to not only what it meant, but also the quality of conversations that we were having and that's our priority exactly and like you guys know we went through a and one of the main reasons why we went through this whole podcast is because of what we were going through at the time which was you went through a divorce mm-hmm. went through a divorce so it was kind of like talking to you guys was our coping mechanism like mm-hmm. we wanted to talk to you guys about our lives now we have grown so much you know and and i think mariana you're on your 30s already. Mm-hmm. I've been in my 30s for a while. <laughs> it's our, we're finally in our 30s together. So we're on our 30s. I mean, we still, like, I feel young. Like, I'm 34, yes. but I still feel young. But I'm more mature at the time of making my decisions. I can absolutely agree to that. I think that 30s, I was only scared of 30s because I was letting go of my 20s. And even though there was a lot of pain, there was also towards, there was also beautiful memories in my 20s. So it was readjusting to that new era. But yeah, 30s is, it's kind of like a new beginning and it's a new chapter, a new book. And you, I definitely feel more empowered to kind of go about things with so much more authenticity because I'm chasing what I want based on what serves me and also who have been there. Yeah. Like, it's definitely not a pleasing era. No, and, and like for me, for example, I, you know, like I went through a new set of lows. Not the lowest of lowest, but I went through a, a new set of lows. Mm-hmm. I was... Something new. Finally dealing with a new, like... I finally figured out that I was dealing with a lot of anxiety and stuff like that, but I didn't know. And the last few years, I learned a lot about myself. Uh, I went back to therapy, and it helps me a lot. 
And uh, just recently, I ran the half marathon. I was going to bring it up. I was just like, well, you have to brag about the fact that you ran a half marathon. And I kid you not, this man was like, I could run more. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was. But the craziest thing, like I just recently put a post on how he, like, for me, it was such a great day because I was doubting myself, like, to see if I was going to be able to finish the time that I thought I was going mm-hmm. to. And guess what was what? your, what was your, remind us what your set time? Or My your... set time was uh, like two hours and 30 minutes to two hours and 45 minutes. That mm-hmm. was my goal. Mm-hmm. Before I started running, like at, at the day off, I was like doubting. I was like, did I train enough? Did I did enough? Or like, you were anxious about it. And guess what, guys? Like, I didn't stop. Like, I ran from my, like, from, from the start all the way to the end. The only time I walked was to drink water. Yeah. Of course, because you cannot drink water while running. So No, I that was I was volunteering at that exact marathon and handing out waters for runners, especially if they're doing it to against time, it's an art. And I got <laughs> I I got people spilling water all over me because they're just there's a whole technique to handing out water which is much it's an art that I now appreciate that I need, never knew I would ever appreciate. Yeah. No, and I was glad that, like I was glad to get to you guys and I know you guys were mild to uh refresher doing the, mm-hmm. doing the refresher thing and then you guys met me at mile 10 yeah. which was great. There's a video of that when you guys went over there. And of course right at the end uh, Mariana came to to see me at the uh finish line. It was hard to take pictures because it was super crowded. Uh, but it was great to uh, see Mariana there at the finish line. So what do you think? I'm curious to get a little bit more of what's so much different because you've always been a soccer player. We mm-hmm. already talked about the fact that um, that soccer was how you got your nose broken. <laughs> but so you are a soccer player and you've always been a soccer player. What has made preparing athletically and also mentally between soccer and running so for me soccer was escape and it's always going to be like so for example between running and soccer soccer is going to be my number one Mm -hmm. i mean i've been playing soccer since i'm four years old but running so the difference is you play soccer and you're constantly thinking about the next move. Like or the ball, res- you have something. Like you gotta object. think mm-hmm. about like the ball, or the player. The, like you gotta make it through. You gotta, you gotta score. You gotta defend. Like and things like that. So your mind is in constant thinking about the next move. Mm-hmm. Running, it was more like it's crazy because while running, you think about ideas. Yeah. Like things. You didn't. You weren't listening to any playlist. For to music, you were telling because I made a playlist for you and I asked you <laughs> if you if you have heard it, but you told me you so, didn't. So it's funny because like Mariana made a playlist for me from Ragnar. Ragnar? Yeah, the Ragnar race. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she shared it with me. Of course, we added a, a few extra songs. By mile one, I received a text and I I think I said something, and it stopped. I where you were like with the whole water thing going on, the refreshers. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't listening to music. I, it was completely like there was no music at all. 
But the good thing about it is I, I was able to hear the people cheering mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So it gave me, I don't know, kind of like, I feel like it gave me more strength to like last longer running, 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 rather than just walking. So I think that's what, by, by mile eight, it's when I realized like, oh, I'm not listening to any music. You, you didn't have to. So, but that's when I realized, okay, I got my phone out, put the music on, and then continue on. So by the time I passed through you guys on mile 10, mm -hmm. I was already listening to music. Yeah. But now, like, the playlist itself, I don't think I hear anything. <laughs> Because by the time I put it on again, I think it just kind of like, you automatically went to a playlist that plays every time I turn it on. Yeah, for sure. I, I just remember you telling me um, that you didn't even realize that you weren't even listening to music. And I was no. like, what? <laughs> I made you the playlist now, but I absolutely get it. And um, so for me is, what is something that like you really took away from this half marathon? The one thing I took away from it was more like... It, it really helped more my mental health. Mm -hmm. Like, I still struggling a lot with it, but mm -hmm. that's a good start. Yeah. You know, uh, like running itself, it's it stopped me a lot. Like, I can't control my, my emotions or my thinkings. Like, when I run, instead of coping with it, I get to think about it when I run. I think and you're facing it, which is a new angle well, for you. Yeah, and it's kind of like my last post that I put on my, my, my Instagram account. Is that soccer kind of like, it kind of like just puts a facade on what's, what's going happening. on. Yeah. But it doesn't necessarily tackle it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? So it kind of like makes it pretty and stuff because like in soccer, you completely forgot about the whole world. And all you're thinking about is kicking a ball, scoring a goal, defending. There's so many things you're thinking exactly. about. Running, it's like, it's your mind with these constant thoughts that come to you, but it's about reflecting about yourself, reflecting about the day, reflecting about life and stuff like that. So I think instead of just coping with it, it's like learning me how to fight with it. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it was, it's a great learning process for me. Uh, and running is, uh, it's just a, a new hobby for me. New hobby. And I think that's something that, listeners or anybody that joins us in in this podcast and whether you're somebody that has been listening to our podcast or you already know us or you're completely new to who we are and what we do I think that running um, and just the physical component of activities such as I know that I got very into trail running um, is going to be more of maybe topics that we cover because we found mm -hmm. a passion in how it's helped us heal and overcome and challenge ourselves and challenge our bodies and I think that's going to be very exciting to kind of bring on to the podcast and and show that about us and like we said our 30s is a new era and I know you've been mm. on in your 30s for a couple of years but you're still in your early 30s so there's still so much that we're learning from each other Um, you mentioned earlier on that I've always been an advocate for mental health, but I think it's been beautiful to see how you're advocating for not only your own mental health, 
but something that I think it's very overlooked and it's starting to be talked about, which I love, but men's mental health. And it's a whole dynamic. And I think the fact that you're being so vulnerable and open about it, it's something that I'm excited for you to see like what that and looks that's, like. And that's you. why I want to take advantage of like this new era of Talklandia is that a lot of the time us men, we feel more like closed about getting help and I've been, I've been, uh, I've been uh, talking to my therapist for things like about three months now. And you're pretty you're like four months now, and you're very good about like I have to be free for this time because yeah, I have an appointment. Right, like yeah. you're you you have your schedule down for the exactly, time like, with therapist. No, that's like my 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 thing. Don't mess with my th- no, me, me and my therapy time. <laughs> no, like. People know, like, once I close myself in that room, because it's through it's through video conference, so... The telehealth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, everybody knows I go in my room, lock myself, turns, I, I like, of course, I cannot turn off my phone, because I'm like, what the... You're using it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like, I'm You're all 100% in. into it, mm-hmm. and... Man, I still remember since the like, first time I cried, like I cried, mm-hmm. like, and I was like, damn, like this is a new thing. Mm-hmm. So going forward, like hopefully, like I'm sure we're going to be able to talk this subject in more yeah, depth. absolutely. It's kind of like giving you an idea what this new season is about. I think we're going to be able to be more like ourselves and more into depth of how we feel and more mature in a more mature way. I definitely, and when we say mature, I feel like we've always been very mature mm-hmm. people, but I feel like there's just a new layer to our decision-making, exactly. why we do things, why we feel a certain way, and, and it's just immaturity in our voice. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, and and just kind of like, you know, in a, kinda like in a little like like recap of what's been in the last almost two years, like Mariana and I, like Mariana dated, I dated, mm-hmm. and we learned a lot from that, and we grew a lot from that, yeah. and then it's in a new way, because like when we started this podcast, it was right after our divorce, Yeah, you know, now we're like, we already explores ourselves There's out there. a lot that we lived in two years that and give us a new perspective. And we're learning we're new lenses. so much from it, we're mm-hmm. learning so much from it, and we can't wait to share, those, uh, share with those 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 ideas like those experiences with you guys but i mean we're we're taking talk landia to the next level we're excited for the platform that not only have you guys been able to give us but the platform that we want to create for talk landia we have had over 800 plays and we just recently when we've gone two years without looking at how many plays we've had mm-hmm. and i remember last time before you, I got sick before you went to Columbia for your surgery. I think we were in the 500s. And um, so for having that many plays in a time where like we weren't even doing anything on social media or even publicizing that we were having an episode, it's, it's crazy to me. But I'm very thankful for anybody that's willing to sit and listen to us. And I hope you feel like you're in a living room with us because that's what we want Talk Landa to be. Living room conversations. Let's grow together. Let's share together. And feel free to reach out to us. Exactly. Like, And, and you guys know uh, Talk Landia Instagram still up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mariana's Instagram is, of course, working. And 
I just put my Instagram as uh, public so that way whoever wants to reach out to us, you guys are more than welcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also want to encourage you guys to go back and to whoever's new listening to our podcast. Mm-hmm. We got two, uh, we have two uh, episodes in Spanish and 10 episodes in English. Uh, we're going to focus our podcast more into English, but we're still going to try to throw out there a Spanish uh, episode here and there once in, mm-hmm. a, in a while. Uh, kind of like to connect to our Hispanic uh, community too. Yes. Uh, hey, I got a quote. Well, it's not a quote like we always do, but I recently posted this on my Instagram. We're huge affirmation quotes. Like I think we even send each other like reels or anything with like deep, deep songs currently. Yeah. We can't take that. And Mariana doesn't know about this quote. Yeah, it's a surprise. So I, ju- I recently posted it, so you probably know what it is. But okay. I'm it, ready. It is, if not now, when? Ooh, chills. And I've heard that before, but it never fails to be super impactful because it's true. If you're not doing it for yourself now, then when? Exactly. For me, like when I when I first saw it, I was like, for example, a lot of the times we procrastinate on doing things that we really want to do mm-hmm. uh, we recently had a, a family member who passed away and one of the things that you learn from that is tell your loved ones you love them yeah. like it's like the, as many as you can don't and, have any regrets and don't 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 exactly don't don't mm-hmm. regret like once they're gone you're like man i wish i would have spent more time with them i wish yeah. i would have called them one last time but we don't know when when is our last day mm-hmm. so If not now, when? Don't leave for now. what you can do tomorrow for today. Exactly. Or what um, something you can do today for tomorrow. <laughs> you got this. Um, but yeah, don't wait for perfection. And I think that's a great way to finish off the podcast. We hope to welcome you more, uh, welcome you back to many more episodes. Exactly. And thank you guys for listening. 